Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! Here we are, folks. We're back. It's Tuesday. I'm Tuesday, and uh, you're Tuesday. L. Yeah, Coven. <laughs> Hell of a Trump impression. Maybe one of the best out there. Check he's it out, got, folks. He's got a great one, and he's a Tuesday, I believe. I don't know if he still what? listens or not, but he was for years. But he's got a great Trump impression, and not just... Here's the thing. He's a great Trump writer. Like yes. the impressions, whatever, but he he's hilarious. He he adds a lot of really good, funny stuff. He's really good at it. And good he stuff. He he knows Trump's voice so well. He can write for Trump, but he's still a comedian, so he can write it funny. It's 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 a good mix. Like we've all seen some comics out there who do voices, and they're great at voices, but they're not funny comics. So they're just like, I'm Peter Griffin. Boop, 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 boop. You're like, I know, but it still has to have a turn, cunt. Yeah. How about the guys that do the impression of the guy and they just do that guy's jokes? Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, the guy that's just like, so I got that going for me. <laughs> he just does Murray <laughs> doing the fucking character. I'm like, what? Right. You just do the jokes that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't write it or and you got no jokes of your own. Yeah, that's brutal. Now you're now you're a hack and you're stealing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, JL's great, and um, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> he's also I think six five and a big, beautiful man. He looks like a like if Adam Sandler played football. I think he's bigger than six five. I think he's six no. seven. Oh yeah, he's big. He towers six, over me. You're I'm thinking of Michael you. Clark Duncan. I'm telling you, he's huge. He's 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 taller than me, and I'm six two and some change. I mean, he's a he's a big daddy, and he's half black, so he's got to have he's got half a, a huge cock. I think, yeah, huge I think, yeah. dung. Yeah, and, and he, I think he's a lawyer. Yeah, smart as a whip. Well, he he got the passed the bar exam. I don't know that he's a lawyer. Ah, uh, that's enough for me. I mean, that bar had you pass the bar in Louisiana. What's that from? Catch me if you can. Yes! I didn't, I didn't cheat. I studied for three days or six days, and I passed. You're going to eat your eclair? All right. The eclair uh, was hovering there like an angel. <laughs> Adjacent to refuse is refuse. <laughs> now that's writing. That's good stuff. Well, it's good to see you, Fatty, because I've been having a shit-cum-guzzling taint of a week. Really? I mean, it just started. I mean, it's Monday. But I, I the past week, you mean? Because this past is new. Week. Fresh past start. Week. Fresh start. Well, you know, the American week starts on Sunday, which I never got. I'm familiar, yes. Uh, technically. I don't get it. Technically. I mean, the, the, technically, but uh, come on, it's Monday. We all it, know it's Monday. It's Monday. It's like uh, it's like Ellen. You're like, she's nice. She dances. Like, we all know it's a cunt. We all know it's Sunday or Monday. Yeah. It's, cunt it's day. Like, it's like the people that are like, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, and then oh. you're like, you mean today? Because it's twelve oh six. That's I the people that, that are like, Sunday's the first day of the week, and you're like, no, it's not. Fuck off. Hate, hate that guy. That guy stinks. Ellen stinks. Her, her box smells. The whole thing's a bitch. But you ready for this nugget? Yeah, stick it in my ass. All right. Well, you're not gonna come because uh, this is bad news bears. Oh boy. Had a fun weekend uh, on the road in Arlington. Fat Chris Al, Umar, a couple of Jews popping around, just being fun, drinking, doing great shows, new material. Get back to New York City. Check on the hog. Gone. What? Gone. The lock is gone. The 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 the, the cover is gone. The stain on the cement, the oil leak is gone. The whole thing's gone. What is they? They cleaned the leak. That's nice. I, I think they cleaned the leak. Leak <laughs> soup. I uh, I think the I think it got towed. 
Oh, Toad. So this just happened, like today or yesterday? Today. Today. I came outside today. I said, I'm going to go do some pull-ups on the scaffolding like a Guido douche. And uh, the, the bike was nada. Gone. This is insane. Kaput. I mean, where was it parked? So you, it was parked somewhat illegally that you think it got towed or could it have been stolen or, or what? Well, here's the here's the clinker. The neighbors hate it. I got a bunch of geezers and old bags living in this building, uh, and I think they hate it. The super's like, you know, the neighbors, uh, they're all squawking about the, the hog, and I'm like, ah, these fucking cocoon-loving cunts. And, uh, yeah, so I think enough calls came in. Here's why I think it was towed. Because it was too clean of a job. I inspected. I got a magnifying glass. I went elementary Watson up your ass. I got down on my hands and knees. I'm sniffing pebbles and do, you know feeling the railroad track like a Native American. And it's too clean of a job. I mean, if they cut the lock, there'd be some dust or metal shavings. It's too good. Boy, this is a bummer. That thing has is, is been nothing but trouble since the day you were born. I mean, it's like the time machine. you got to destroy this thing because, <laughs> it, you know, you, you got it to see where we've been, where we're going to figure out, you know, humanity. But, well, you know, you're traveling back in time to rape your mom so, yeah. you know, your dad doesn't die. I mean, this is getting strange. It, it's it's a biff. It's up my ass. I'm wearing 3D glasses. Uh, it's the power of love. I'm, I'm screwed here. I've had a couple of nice moments on it. You know what my bike is like? It's like a retarded son. You get a couple of moments. He's eating jelly. His hands are sticky. You know, he's cute. He can lift a car. He's got a huge dong. But... It's still sad every night. I got to check on it. I got to make sure it's still there. I got to make sure the Puerto Rican kids aren't going to kill him or he doesn't fuck a toaster or whatever it is. But you get a couple joy joyful moments, but the rest is misery and worry. Well, you got to do what you do with the retarded son. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's no one Drown likes it? to hear it, but you got to you got to put some weights on it, throw it in the river or <laughs> sell it. I mean, sell it for parts and and buy a a non-retard vehicle. Ah! But and uh, also, by the way, I, the, the thing is beautiful, but I did see you riding it for the first time. That's a noisy son of a bitch. I mean, I can yeah. see why all the neighbors would hate you. You drove by. I was walking down the street, and I said, if I was in an apartment that you were driving by, I'd call up the fuzz and say, hey, listen, we got a, we got a troublemaker out here. That thing's louder than my, my, my sister's asshole on a Wednesday <laughs> night. I, it, it's got a queef like a like a John Deere. I get you. It's 80s. It's from the 80s. Everything was louder in the 80s. You know, Cher, the other guy, Bono. 80s, baby. Uh, so, yeah, it's old. It's a two-stroke, much like Louie. But, uh, yeah, it's brutal. So uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll put it in Hawk or whatever, put it in the garage. I'll, I'll put it in the Smithsonian with the puffy shirt. I don't know. But uh, you're right. It's, it's brought me a lot of hassle. I mean, this is getting crazy. So, what do you do? You got to call the city, or you call nine one one. You call your parents. What what happens? What what's the well, next step? The parents won't answer, so I'm just gonna go down to the uh, the DM anal and then let them put a big Uncle Sam dick up my asshole. And uh, you know, I got to pay for the the shipping cost. Then you got to get the the thing out of there. And uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't have to go. I, I'm sorry, I don't have to go to the DMV. I have to go to the impound. Right. So let me ask you this: What how do you take care of that vehicle legally? Like, if you were like, I'm tired of this, what do, I, what do you do with the vehicle? What are you supposed to do? Put it in your apartment? Put it on, get a parking garage? That's where, a great question. Where and how can you park this vehicle? Because it sounds like you can't park it anywhere. I know. It's weird. I parked it on the sidewalk every day of my life, and it got towed once. You remember the big saga a year ago because I didn't have a plate on it. I didn't have it registered. I didn't have it insured. Okay, I'll give you that. I get it. But now I got a plate on it. It's registered. It's got a spit shine. I got I got new tires on there, and uh, I think this is just they call in enough, and uh, you know you get a law changed. You know, no more chokeholds or by the police or whatever the hell. So I think that's what happened. So you you think your hypothesis is the neighbors kept calling the police saying, "Hey, you got to get rid of this bike. It's killing us." I think so, and they probably said, hey, it's a hazard, I'm 900 years old, I could trip on the kickstand and fall on my hip and, uh, you know, die in the shower, I fall and I can't get up, so I think that's what it is, but I hope it's at the impound, that's the sad part of life, it's, 
the impound would be hell just to get it out there is the whole thing. You got to wait there with a bunch of construction workers going, fucking de Blasio, I'll eat his ass out with a fucking spoon, you know. And uh, so I hope it's in the impound, but if it's not, it's stolen. Boy, yeah, I'm hoping for impound too, but I mean, stolen in some ways sounds better. I mean, don't you have insurance? If it's stolen, you can say this is stolen, then you get some money back. We got a good uh, accountant, maybe. I don't know. No insurance. Never did it. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. No, I do have insurance, but I got collision in case some fat kid sits on it and it breaks a spoke. But uh, no, uh, what was that? I heard a, a haunted house. Yeah, we got all squeaky doors. So Sarah came in. She was here for five seconds only, put her stuff down, picked up a thing. But, you know, it's New York. Everything sucks in New York. Tell Unless me about you it. got $10 million. Yes. We have, a, we have a nice apartment. Every single door. <laughs> I know it. I thought uh, Betty White opened her legs over there. No, it's it's horrible. There's no way to live. Every floor, you put a marble on it, and it fucking rolls out your asshole. It's just nonsense. The windows don't close. The heat's too hot. The, there's no Brutal. air conditioning. The city sucks my, dick. My floor, too. It's got more slants than World War II. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. But yeah, it's brutal over here. It's like that game where you twist the sides and the, the thing goes like that with the marbles. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. I hate, I hate those games. Everybody hated That was for Amish kids because there was no electronics. By the way, speaking of uh, Asians, I knew an Asian kid. He was like a master at all those games. Any mm. little bullshit that you hand to it, like Rubik's Cube and that thing, and then the thing with the shavings where you paint a beard on the oh. guy's face. The Sorry, uh, operation. This guy could really dominate any kind of piece of shit game where you need little hands. Sounds like you had a little Asperger pal there. He might have. Is that is Asperger's? Is Asperger's good? Sometimes it sounds like it's positive. Like he's I good think- at this, and you're like, maybe he's autistic. So I'm like, is Asperger's and autism good or bad? I can't figure it out. It's a little bit like a superpower, you know, kind of like how deaf people. See really? Wait, no. What is it? Blind people hear well. I think other shit gets heightened. So if you're if you got Aspergers, I think you can think well. You can do mechanics and games, but you can't get a boner or you can't uh, you know eat without getting food on your face. Something, there's something some bad to the good. It's it's like Cosby. It, it's got to even out. You know, he's America's dad, but he's also a rapist. I see. That makes more sense. That's a good way to describe Aspergers. Thank you. You should crack into the Wikipedia. Put that in there. If there's a fan listening, <laughs> go into the Asperger's Wikipedia and try to put that quote in there and, and then screenshot it and see how long it lasts. Because as <laughs> I understand, you could just Wikipedia shit, can't you? Yeah, you can type in anything. My, my thing says I'm 41 years old. I got a black belt. Uh, you know, I'm from Tahiti. It's all over the place. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's a fun guy to hang out with. All right, so... I got so much shit to throw at you. I don't know where to begin. Yeah, that I know. Was, well, you, that last was one week, already. You teased a 20-minute crazy, epic, insane, fuck your mother story. I mean, the people must want it. I mean, they've been waiting for a week. Well, so I've had I don't enough, know. Do we get into that or what happens? I'll give it a quick because it's a 20-minute story, but I'll give it. A, I've had enough time to cool down that I feel like I'm not going to just rail about every little fact that grinds my gears. Okay. So I'll get, but I, if you want to go with your thing, let it let it rip because I don't want to do two in a row here in steamroll. Right. Well, I got a few things. I mean, some of it I touched on in a uh, in a queef. Which, by the way, I got to plug the Patreon for God's sakes. We just did a Sopranos commentary. We got the Stranger by the Lake commentary. We did yes. an extra bonus yesterday last week, just a random bonus. So there's two 20, 30 minute bonuses up. There's uh. You know, the two movie things, all the live episodes. Yep. I mean, there's a ton of shit on there and more coming in our oh, yeah. uh, assholes. So so get on there. We're trying to put up some, some better numbers. And we got some guests on there, too. We got Tim Dillon's got an episode. And Soder. Soder, uh, Stavros. Yes, a lot of good eggs. And, and then the live ones, the the the, the guest lists like Michelle Wolf, Ari Shafir, Nikki Glazer, Giannis Pappas, uh, you name it. Chris D., Ron Bennington. Yes, gold. All, Bert all Kreischer. <clears throat> oh yeah, Nick Vatterot. Yes, yeah. Uh, He's cute. <laughs> lot, of, lot of good ones. So, so please go sign up for the Patreon. Do it now. There's a ton of bonus shit. But um, so last week 
Yes. I, I, we talked about it a little bit on, on the Queefer, but uh, I went down to Southern. New Jersey because I was ah. supposed, to, supposed to go to this See Here Now music festival that I go to every year, and I right. booked the hotel way in advance because if you remember last year, I didn't. I waited to book the hotel and it ended up being fucking $9,000 for some shit hotel, so I booked way in advance completely forgot about it because everything got canceled then i get the text saying hey are you all set to come to the mayfair hotel ah. and i said fuck i completely forgot about it but why not go down to the jersey shore for a few days so we uh we got, you a, got baby. a centra well i got a centra 2018 cpo suck my dick c3po we got a babysitter <laughs> we put on leather pants we drove down to new jersey and what a time we stayed in belmar which I could see my whole future so clearly, <laughs> and don't write to me, everybody. Don't message and say, Jersey Shore sucks. This beach is better. If you yeah. want to write, great choice. Fuck you. That's great. Terrific. I'm proud of you. Your father loves you. Terrific. Lay it on me. But this is my life. We're moving to Belmar, New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I fall in love with everywhere, but this is the one. You know what yes. I mean? I'm one of these guys that wants to fuck every stripper he gets a laugh dance from. Sure. Laugh dance? That was like a Freudian slip. I think I said laugh ah. dance. Hey, that's not a bad club. Strippers and comics, laugh dance. We call it joke off instead of jerk oh, off. Maybe, that's maybe not that. Something like that. I like it. I mean, that sounds like a contest, but I bet I'll win. I'm quick. It does. It's true. I don't come quick anymore. It takes me about three weeks. I don't know. Last night was pretty quick. Uh, so anyways, I'm moving to Belmar. Not today, not tomorrow, but next week at least. <laughs> that sounds like time. an old people place. Like Del Boca Vista, Belmar. It sounds oldie. Like it sounds I'm, like you're retiring. I'm going to be all over that shuffleboard court. <laughs> but we go down there. I mean, the the Jersey Shore is pristine. I mean, miles oh, of ocean. They did quite a disservice, this TV show, because they found yes. eight fucking retards, and they put them on TV. So everyone goes, oh, Jersey. And then the turnpike, of course, runs right through a gas fire or yep. a rubber fire, whatever. So everyone's like, it smells like shit and fucking the mob and whatever but that's a spectacular place the garden state parkway you know my mother's bush whatever it's it's lovely so we go down there we get this hotel the hotel's shit by the way mm. it's this location location shit 250 bucks a night i hand the lady 750 and Jeez. i realized i realized afterwards if i had just canceled my reservation and made a new one it would have been cheap because they would have been paying us to stay there covid deal exactly Damn, so, that sucks. That shit really kills me. It didn't occur to me until I checked in and paid them. I was like, that, this was, we thought there was going to be a music festival prices. Right. I should have gotten, there's a huge fucking disease and everybody hates themselves prices. Yeah, I mean, they must have been rolling up the red carpet like, woo, we got a, we got a live one here. Look at this <laughs> idiot. He's still on the bill. Exactly. I think they're like, there's two city hipsters that don't realize that we would have sold them a hotel room for 12 bucks and a pair of shoes, but whatever. The money's gone. Forget it. I already spent it in my head. Blah, blah, blah. All that bullshit. Gone. So we check in. Now, here's the thing, and I mentioned this on the Queefer, but there's nothing really to do. There's no music festival. Sure. The bowling alleys are closed. It's too cold for the beach. We can't swim. Yep. And so... We're like, I don't, I don't. The room sucked, by the way. It's a piece of shit hotel. So we're like, I, I don't even know what to do. So, you know, I'm Springsteen obsessed, and I'm like, oh, last one time I took a pilgrimage down there years ago by myself. I went to his childhood home. I went to the Stone Pony. I went to all these places. And Sarah's like, that sounds fun. Ah. So I was like, what are you kidding? You, you'd, you'd be interested in this? And she's Ooh. like, sure, I don't care. So that's we, great. Well, we packed a, a lunch. I put on, you know. Greatest hits, live from 75, darkness on the edge of town, all, and I've got it slamming, cranked. We You're drove born to, to run. We drove to Freehold, went to his childhood home. It's all, it's all Mexican. The whole neighborhood's all Latino oh. and Native American, so we fucked a couple of them and uh, had a taco, just stared at his house for a half hour. <laughs> then we went to his church. I'm just standing outside his church. You know, Sarah's on TikTok. She doesn't give a fuck, but I'm like, right. I'm kneeling on the steps and posing. And, Does he... 
He must have a ton of people because you go to Elvis's house and it's uh, seven old ladies with blue hair fingering themselves. There must be a couple of Jews outside of Springs. I think every once in a while, but this is not. This is somebody's home. Like Elvis's oh. house is like a museum, and that like Elvis used to live here, whatever. Graceland. Yeah, this is like a Mexican family's house. I'm just staring. They're having like a yard sale next door, literally. <laughs> And so I'm, I'm picturing Adobe. I don't know they why. Probably thought I was ice pulling up. I mean, it's just like a white guy, you know, blasting <laughs> born in the USA. They thought right. it was going to be a hate crime. <laughs> but um, so that was cool. And then we went. And then we he, he lives now. He lives in Colts Neck. And you mm. can't really find that address because he's on like 400 acres or something. But we drove around there looking for him. And, Jeez, uh, a little stalkery, eh, Fatty? It was quite a day. We couldn't find him. Then we went to Asbury Park and walked around there and bought a $50 cheeseburger, which was insane. But great day. And then it comes to nightfall, and we're like, well, what are we going to do now? And movie theaters just opened in New Jersey. So we said, Ooh. what do you think? And there was not really even a discussion. It was like, I don't give a shit. Do you give a shit? I don't give a shit. So we went and watched Fat Russell Crowe in a truck. And uh. it was us two and two other people. We had a, we had a great time, I and mean, we laughed. We pushed each other in the bushes, had some candy. I had M&Ms for the first time in 20 years. Nice. And, uh, it was a great, great time, and we went back the next night and watched Tenet, which was the most confusing movie. I mean, if someone asked me to explain life, I'd have an easier time than explaining that film. I don't get it. it I, I need a Tenet for my apartment, I'll <laughs> tell you that. Still no tenant? No tenant. Uh, I got no bike. I got no tenant. I'm, I'm eight rents. I'm swimming in it, fatty. I'm dying here. I'm, I'm in quicksand. Ah, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, <laughs> gotta, I I'm mean, legless. <laughs> I got nothing. Good luck with that. I don't know what to say about that. That's tricky. Maybe get a dad. You're like the Belmar Hotel. You got to go down to 900 bucks a month and just I, I think cut you're your right. Loss. I think you're right. I'm screwed here. Screwed the pooch. Uh, but anyways, we went and saw a tenant, and if it helps you get a tenant, they were moving forwards and backwards in time at the same time or some oh, bullshit. Love to go backwards. I can charge five grand for that shoebox. Yeah, well, whatever. It's, uh, it's a kooky movie, but we had a great time, and I just saw it so clearly. I'm like, we got to get a house. We can walk to the beach. We can swim in the ocean. It's an hour and a half drive to the city. But hey, Astoria on the train on a bad night can be an hour plus. So good point. I'm moving to Belmar. I'll, I'll see you another time, and uh, that's that. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Well, that's the thing about it. Nobody talks about the Jersey Shore. They go, ah, oh, we'll go there for vacation. We'll fuck a WAP and a Dago, or, or we'll move to Florida and go down to the Boca Raton or you know Miami. But Jersey Shore is right there. It's a great beach. Sure, it gets cold, but. You still want some seasons in your life. You grew up in the in the in the New England area, you know, you're used to that. Yeah, I like seasons. The only problem is you're about 45 minutes to Newark. That's like your closest airport. That's Jeez. a that's a haul. Yeah. That far? Yeah, and I'm used to being 15 minutes from the airport. So that's going to be tricky, but um I don't know. You're halfway to Philly and there's no down there, there's no getting out of the city. You know how you, it is to leave yes. the city. You got For me, I got two river crossings, the fucking tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel, the Holland Tunnel, your mother's cunt tunnel. It's yep. brutal, brutality getting in and out of the city. So you start from down there. You're D.C., Philly, all just, you're halfway there. Here, here. There, there. I hear you. I, I like Jersey. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in the in the camp of uh, Jersey's underrated. It gets a bad anal. I think it's, I think it's top notch. Lunch. Yeah. So that's uh, that. That's that was my weekend two weekends ago. But uh, I, I know you got a lot. Of, I'm dying to hear it. My my asshole's right, wide open. This. I need a cock. Uh, well, cocks are coming. Bend over and uh, dilate. So, kid hits me up. Goes, hey. Weird times. I'm a fan. I live in Long Island, like an hour in, not far in. Will you come do a show in my backyard for a good amount of money? And I said, I'm free that night. It's a weekday. doesn't affect my, my road gigs. Let's do it. But you got to provide me with a ride. I'm sick of this finding Long Island trains. I'm on the New Jersey transit. I'm on the LIRR. I'm going to Dachau and Auschwitz. I don't know where I'm going. So... He said, I'll get a kid to pick you up. And I said, you got yourself a deal, Dickless. So he hooks me up with this kid. This kid's an open micer. He's 19. And I just said, make sure you don't set me up with a weirdo. 
because it's an hour and change ride. I don't want to be sitting there talking to some, you know, cum stain for half an hour about, uh, you know, Biden. So he goes, I got the perfect kid. He's great. He's 19. You're going to love him. So the kid, I said, give him my number. Kid texts me. He goes, I'm on my way. I'll be there at this time. The show is at 8. He said, I'll be at your house at 5. Okay. I said, what are you, crazy? It's an hour drive. What, what is that? He goes, well, it'll be a little traffic and we can hang out. And Ooh. I'm like, hang out? I don't like the sound of this. <laughs> and then he texts me, do you mind if I pick your brain about comedy? Ah, and I, I was like, this is exactly brain. what you're not supposed to do. What are you, crazy? Like, let the comedy convo. I love talking comedy. I'm a nerd. But let it come up naturally. Don't just plan it. And I was like, ah, we'll see what happens. And then here's the clinker. He writes, maybe we could shoot some videos together in the car. Okay, all right. No, I what mean, do you mean, okay? Now we got to be on in the car? I just want to get there. Well, uh, I think, what does he mean by that? Is he talking like a TikTok where he goes, you say, uh, you know, you do a, a wink and a gun? Or is he talking like a, a film? <laughs> I mean, what are you shooting? Is it, you know, Mark of Arabia? Or is it just a quick, hello, we'll be at the show tonight? Mark of Arabia wouldn't be a bad uh, picture, but... I think he just wanted to do like some TikToky Instagram stuff. Me and him, woo! Here we go. And I said, ah, we'll see what happens. I hate, I hate you already. Uh, I'll sit in the back seat. So he shows up. We, we, I sit in the back seat. He's got another fat kid in the car. Thank God. They're nice. chatting. I stick the, I stick to the back. I love the back seat. People always sh- fight for shotgun. Give me the back seat any day. Yeah, the the view sucks because you can't see in the True. thing. But yeah. Much less pressure. Yes. That's nice. It depends on the front seat. It depends who's in the car. True, because true. The in one this thing situation, th- give me a back. Absolutely. The one thing about the back seat is the other two people up front are projecting forward, so you can't hear shit. So that's that- tough. But if you're with a couple of stinkers, the back seat is glorious. You can even doze off, and you're like, they're like, oh, he fell asleep. We better... Exactly. Not to mention, like, I feel bad if I'm on my phone in the front seat because I feel like I'm supposed to kind of... Keep be on, keep this guy up. He's poor guy's driving, so I gotta, you know, I gotta entertain a little bit. You want to fix the radio or any of that shit? A lot of pressure. Put a CD in, eight track, whatever, whatever year it is. So I love the back seat. We get there. Now here's what sucks. Now I, I hope they don't. They, these were nice kids. I don't want to shit on these kids. They were nice, but no, they're gonna be devastated either way. But go ahead. Ah, nice <laughs> kids, whatever. So the whole the whole ride there, you know, you're 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 sussing up the show. You go. All right, so uh, it starts at 8. How many comics? They go, oh, I think it's about like six comics doing 10. And I was like, Jesus, that's never good. You want to hear it's a host, one guy's doing 10, then you. And I said, all right, all right, that's that's kind of a lot. And he goes, hey, you never know. Maybe somebody will drop out. And I was like, all right. And he goes, oh, and a couple musical acts are going on. And I go, a oh. couple. And he goes, yeah, one or two. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, this show is running now two hours and change here. But whatever, I'm not there yet. Maybe I'll feel it out when I'm there. So we finally get there at like 7.40. The show's at 8, which is already like, eh, whatever. It's 20 minutes to wait. I'll, I'll dick around. And, you know, you're just sitting there. Everybody's coming up to you. One guy said, will you do my podcast? I said, uh, sure, uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. That's always brutal. Then... It's a backyard. It's packed. There's a DJ. It's un- it's like under a basketball hoop. It looks like Leave It to Beaver House. You know, it's a garage with a basketball hoop, and you perform under the hoop. DJ right here, lawn chairs, backyard, loud as hell. And they go, we're going to start at 8, 8.05. DJ goes up, does a whole thing. Then a musical act does like 15 minutes, just like a weirdo with a guitar. Then a lady goes up and sings. 15 minutes. So at this point, I'm just walking around the neighborhood with headphones in because I'm just like, this is taking so long and I'm, I'm bored sitting here. Whew. This is what you, you realize what green rooms were invented for. Yeah. This, I mean, this sounds horrendous. And I'm, I'm trying not to exaggerate. I'm trying to keep this serious. So now we're 30 <laughs> minutes in. It's 830. First comedian goes up the host. Funny guy, they're like, oh, he's at Governor's all the time. You got to see this guy. Funny guy, probably does 15, 12, whatever. Then, and I'm just walking around the neighborhood, and I'll check in every now and then. First comic goes up, second comic, and then I meet one guy, and he's, he's super cocky, and I think he's coked up. 
And I heard him go, I'm standing in the back, and he goes, uh, who's that guy? And they go, oh, that's Mark Norman. He's the headliner. He goes, oh, all right, cool. And he goes up, and he goes, big fan, big fan. I'm like, you didn't know who I was. He wow. tries to pull that shit. He's all fucked up. And he's just talking a mile a minute like, yeah, you know, if you ever need a guy, if you ever need a guy, I'm your guy. I'm, I'm the dude. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool. And I, I can't even get a word in. And he goes, I think he's trying to look cool. Tell me if you've seen this one. He goes up to the host. He goes, how much time am I doing? Host goes, 10. He goes, I'm letting you know now I'm running that light. And he was like, why? And he's like, ah, I got, I got a lot to get off my chest. I'm, I'm going to ramble. And I was like, ramble? So I pulled the host away. I was like, light that guy at 10. Or light him at 8. Like, let's get him off. And he was like, ah, he's funny. He's funny. He's a cool guy. But he, I don't know. He's, he's on one tonight. I'm like, light him early. I don't want, nobody's running the light. Like, why would he tell you he's going to be an asshole? I hated this guy. That's insane. I mean, that's, I don't even know, begin where, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I'm going to run the light. That's horrible. It's like the people that are like, I'm going to apologize in advance. And you're like, well, just don't do the thing that you're about to do. Exactly. That's but ridiculous. He was a, a cocky guy. I don't know. I think he was coked up, whatever. And, uh, you know, he's like, man, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill her. I open for, for this guy, I open for that guy. And I'm like, just the whole time, I'm like, I, I hate you already, but whatever. And I got to say, the guy who put this on did a great job. Like, the place was packed. They're selling beer over here. They're selling weed over here. He's got a professional DJ. It's, he's got lights. It's good sound. But he just, they booked too many people because they all, all these young people in Long Island go, I can get up. Put me up. You're my friend. So I get it. It's a tough situation. So I'm just walking around the neighborhood. This guy who goes up, he says the N-word so many times that what? I'm standing in, like, I'm standing on the sidewalk just kind of waiting. And three black guys walk out, and I go, hey, as a joker, where are you guys going? They go, N-word this, N-word that, I can't handle it, I'm out of here. And I was like, jeez. He said the N-word so much that three black guys were like, this is too much. Was he white or black? Black guy. Oh, all right, all right. That's, but still. I mean, still, yes, but I mean, that's that story is different, which depending. Well, of course, of course. But it's one of those things where like, now it's 905, 9.10, 9.20, and I'm like, man, I still haven't got on. How am I going to get home? And I start doing the thing where I'm going up to the host, and I'm, I, you try to be nice, and you just start thinking like, man, if I was this comic, I would have snapped. If I was this comic, I would have snapped. I got it, but it's my fault. I said yes. I got to start being more selective with gigs. But I, didn't, I, I guess I got to get more info in the beginning. Yes. Because I got there, and it's just a shit show, and... We got there at like 7.30, so now I'm here two hours, we're getting on to two and a half hours, and I still haven't gone on, and I still got to do a half hour. So, also the crowd is just shit-faced now at this point. They've been there all night, and he does a long set, the, the coked-up guy. People are walking out, whatever, he finally gets off. Then a couple more comics go on, a couple more comics go on. I'm getting like the, can you watch me? Can you watch my set? And all that shit. And finally... Now it's like, I don't know, 9.20, whatever it is, 9.30 at 10 o'clock. I finally go on, and it was good. I, I trashed it a little bit. I had to get it out, and uh, it went well. I did like a half hour, but here's the clinker. I go, who's driving me back? They go, oh, we never thought about that. What? Now everybody's trashed. All the comics are trashed. Everybody's been boozing up, and they're like, I don't want to leave. It's a party now. So I go, well, what's the deal with the train? And they go, oh, there's an 11, oh, no, what was it? It was, there's an 11.58, but if you miss that, no, it wasn't, it was like 11.28, but if you miss that, there's a midnight. So I look at my watch and I go, all right, it's 11.18. How far is the train station? The guy's like, it's about 12 minutes. And I go, get the, get, get in there. <laughs> so we jump in this kid's car. He's hauling ass. We missed the train. We watch it go by. Oh, God. I mean, I we ran out of there, too. I people like, can I get a photo? Can I get a pic? You want to do my podcast? You want to fuck my sister? Uh, and I'm just like, ah, it was enough. I had too much, and I ran out of there. We missed the train. So now it's like a cold night, and the guy, and there's no indoors. It's just a train stop platform outdoors. And so me and this guy talked for half an hour or whatever the hell it was, 20 minutes, waiting for the next train. Then I rode an hour back to Penn Station. Then I got off at Penn Station and then waited for the A and went home. Huh. That is brutal. I mean, I that's got home my, at 1.30, 2 o'clock. My, my worst nightmare in the world is being stuck someplace. Yes. 
I can remember being at a, at a house party where it was one of those ones where they just pile all the cars into the yard, you know? Yeah. And then my, my car was like double, triple parked, and I just wanted to leave, and I couldn't get it out. And people, everyone's drunk and fucked up, and you're like, I need you to move your car. That's his car. I don't know where my keys are. That right. feeling of being stranded somewhere is just a nightmare. I mean, that sounds brutal. You got to get your agent involved in these things. Tell him, hey, this is the deal, this, this, and this, and he can't have this. Well, I'm a queef because, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks, and I'm like, well, if the agent comes in, you lose this much. I don't know. I, I Also, the agent would just go, no, this is crazy. I'm not doing that. But I'd rather make 500 bucks on a Wednesday than not make 500 bucks on a Wednesday. You would have to give him 50 bucks. For 50 bucks, you wouldn't have to deal with all these fucking idiots. True, but he would have turned it all down. He would be like, oh, this is a horrible deal. What's a backyard? What? There's people filming? What? No way. There's no security. Fuck that. Which is a good agent, but I'd rather make the cash and get in, get in, get out. But I just didn't think everything was falling apart, and I felt bad. The poor host was a good guy, and he felt bad, but nobody thinks about the ride home. Nobody thinks. They go, you're going to do a show. You're going to tell jokes. Everybody's going to love it, and it'll be great. But what about yeah. me? What about me getting back? Yeah, they don't worry about that because your no. work is done. They don't give a shit about you anymore. Exactly. And then they're like, oh, you want us to drive you an hour and change back? I've, been, I've had 10 beers. I'm high. I'm gay. And you're like, what about me? But I learned my lesson. You know, got home at 1.15, whatever it was, and uh, I was steaming. Like the whole, the whole ride. I was like, God damn it. You know. But uh, yeah, learned well, my lesson. I got to do just, some ads. I'd say this. I got food in my tits. Um, your agent works for you. You make the decisions, goddammit. That's and a good point. also, Raycon. Yes. They make a mean earbud. I would like to add that. This episode is brought to you by Raycon, folks. You know about these things. I wish I had a pair on right now. I couldn't find mine. And instead, I'm using these crappy ones that yeah. stink. And uh, Raycon is the best. They got premium quality, half the price of the others. They look cool. They sound amazing. You got high-definition sound. It's, they're a beautiful, beautiful set of uh, earpods. Their newest model is the Everyday E25 earbuds, and they are their best yet. They keep getting better. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, little bass boost, Gary Goldman. A more compact design, and they have a noise-isolating fit, which is nice. They get rid of all that noise. You know about Raycons. Tell them a little more. I love them. I got to tell you, I've had some pods in my day, and they go bad. They skip out. They run out of batteries in two seconds. I like the Raycon. I'm a big fan. I've also used them. I've given them as gifts. You got to get them, and now's the time to do it. The latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. That's buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays for 15% off. Wireless earbuds, pretty good. Make sure to check it out now while the deal's still cooking. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays, plural. Get them today. Hell yeah, and uh, <clears throat> this episode is also brought to you by Feels. Now, this is a longtime sponsor of ours, Feels CBD. We love it. I know you use it a lot. I had the one they sent me. I use it, and I was passing out nice. I was sleeping well, so I got to get myself another uh, another parcel or glass or what do, you, what, what do you call a thing of CBD? A dropper? A, can, a canister? A container? Cartridge? Feels is good stuff. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I have all kinds of anxiety. I have trouble sleeping, and uh, occasionally I'll take a Tylenol PM, but, you know, it's not so good for your liver. CBD is, is healthy and efficient. It's good stuff. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. I mean, how good is that, Mark? That's great. You got to get on it. I love CBD. We both have wacky brains, and it calms you down without the high. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you, too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Wow, that's a deal and a steal. Become a member today, feels.com slash Tuesdays. That's 
F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Tuesdays. Become a member. Get 50% off automatically on your first order with free shipping. One more time. Feels dot com slash Tuesdays and feel better. That sounds nice. Boy, I had a, uh, I got to take you through this because I know you got a lot more. I had a, and I texted you a little bit about it. I had a crazy Friday night here in New York City. Oh, yeah? Well, it was my first time at Tiny Cupboard. Uh-huh. Tiny cupboard, which is oh. if, <laughs> if you're listening at home, you maybe you don't know. Maybe you're not a New Yorker. Tiny cupboard somehow. This is out in Bushwick, Brooklyn, which is far out there, and it's become like the center of comedy. Everyone's like, this is the new comedy venue. Everyone has a show there. There's three shows a night. It's really something else. Those two owners. It's like a cute couple. They're cleaning up. Well, we, we met them, and uh, they get involved in this one. I, I, I don't know how many details I can really get into here, but <laughs> it's my first time out there. I got two shows at Tiny Cupboard, and this is a little strange. I'm on the 7 o'clock show at Tiny Cupboard, and I'm on the 10 o'clock show at Tiny Cupboard, and then Sarah has like an 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock show at Tiny Cupboard. So I'm going, what do they do? They do three shows in, in three hours? What is it? What are the shows an hour long? And everyone keeps going, oh, they do a ton of shows. First of all, everyone keeps saying you're going to love it. The place is amazing. And so I'm all built up like, okay, I can't, I've seen pictures. It's on a roof. It's we beautiful. We built it up. So I drive out there. I got my, my Sentra. I leave very early because I'm paranoid about time. Drive out there through the traffic, Friday evening, commuter traffic, find some parking. And this, this neighborhood's a little spicy. Oh, say. spicy and dicey. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not politically correct or whatever but uh it, it's there's a lot going on there it's oh yeah it looks like a third world country out there it, the, the above ground train the litter the graffiti it's wild yeah it's uh it's it's not kansas no 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 it there's cans but it ain't kansas so yeah i, I parked and um there's a lot of just you know unfortunate Street people walking around, kind of like, uh, get in the thing. You know, really, people kind of tuned up over there. Yeah. And so you're bumping into them. And then just a lot of, you know, party people, whatever. So I go over, and I can't even find the club. It's like in, it's above like a, it's just in a building. It's just above yeah. a bodega, I guess. Finally find it, and you got to walk up five flights of stairs, I think. And then you get, there's a little sign that says, Tiny Cupboard Outside. And it's a fire escape. You got to walk yes. up a fire escape. It's those kind of stairs with nothing underneath. It's like a grate. Right. And there's no, there's nothing there. You're just looking straight down five floors. And then the railing, the building's from 1922. So the railing, everyone was a veter back then. Everyone's right. three and a half feet tall. So the railing's at like your thigh. <laughs> and I'm holding on with two hands. It's terrifying. Like I had oh, my yeah. hands on the steps like a child. And I'm not even afraid of heights, but it's just, it's that rickety. Yeah, it's rickety, and you got to think, hundreds of people go up and down every day, fatties, little guys, you know, they bring equipment up there, they bring instruments, they bring amps, and it's got to be illegal. It's, it, the whole thing is wacky, so I get up there, I bump into Richie Redding, my old pal, which is nice to bump into someone you know, no, not someone yes. that you're like, I don't know who this is, fuck me, who am I talking to? Yes. But everyone has masks on, so we're chatting. And I'm just standing in the back. I'm like, okay, I'm probably on in about 20 minutes because I, I, I showed up almost towards the end of the show. And the guy on stage, I know him, and he wasn't promoted on the show, but I was like, ah, they probably threw him up. So I'm just standing there for about 10 minutes, and then I go, you ever get that feeling where you're like, something feels weird right now? Mm -hmm. And so I ask Richie. Oh, yeah, summer He's camp. like, I go, Who's, who runs this show? Oh, he introduced me to a woman, and I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And then a couple minutes pass, and I go, who runs this show? And he's like, the woman I just introduced you to. Mm. And I was like, no, no, I'm looking for someone named Noah. And he's like, I don't know who that is. And mm. just in that moment, I went, this feels strange. Let me just double check where I'm supposed to be. Uh-oh. Not at Tiny Cupboard at all. I'm at a different venue, 280 Messerol Street. Oh, so I I'm know like, that one. I'm like, what am I doing? For some reason, I'm at the later, the whole time for months, I thought I got two shows at Tiny Cupboard. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know what happened. And Wishful I never thinking. make, I never make fuck ups like that. I never do that. So I'm like, what is, what, this is insane. So I look it up. I type it into the address and part of me wishes I could just go, dude, I fucked up. I fucked yep. you. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't come. Yep. I type it in. 
I told him, he's like, your spot's at 8.15. Try to be here by 8. I said, I'll be there well before 8. I try to be a real pro. I got to Tiny Cupboard at 7.30. Right. Time has passed. I'm just lingering, hanging out at a venue that I'm not on. So I type it into Google Maps. It says 18 minutes, Friday night traffic. It's all red and yellow. Ah. So I, I'm like, I got to make a decision. I'm like, I got to go for it because I think I can make it. Good for so you. I, I run down the stairs. I'm crying with my eyes closed, just trying to make it down those fucking stairs. Run all the way down the stairs. Get back to my car. I jog to my car. Now it, I feel like it looks bad. I'm just like jogging through this neighborhood. I'm the only white <laughs> guy. It looks like I'm scared. But And then I slid across the hood like Marty McFly. Get in the car. I'm texting what I thought was a guy. It turned out to be a woman. I thought it's N-O-A, Noah. I thought it was a dude. So I kept being like, thanks, man. You got it, bro. And then I meet, it's like this beautiful <laughs> woman. So I'm like, sorry. But I don't know. No, no hard feelings. I get to the other venue, and they're like, all right, you're on in five minutes. That venue is beautiful, that 280 Messerol. Beautiful. Well, Back door, patio, a brick wall, lights, tent. Fantastic. It was packed, and they were so nice. They were understanding. I had a good set there, really fun. So then I run back to the car. Now i got to drive back to Tiny Cupboard, find parking again, walk back to the club, get a couple slices of pizza. Now I'm going up the fire escape with two slices of pizza. I couldn't even hold on. That was horrifying. Yep. I get up there, and now Sarah is on this show. My show is the next show. She's on this show. Now the lineup features Aaron Berg and Gino Bisconti. Wow, not a who, Brooklyn crew. Not a Brooklyn crew, and these guys are edgy. Yes, let's just, to say let's the just, least. Let's just say that. Uh, not PC. And Gino's a guy, he's from the 90s. He's right. say things you're not supposed to say. That's his brand. Yeah, fun guy, you know, good hang, bit of a, he likes the sauce. Uh, but I haven't seen him go up since, you know, Reagan. So he's uh, he's on the lineup. And so right away, I'm like, uh, I feel like Kramer with the hawk and the, the pigeon or whatever the fuck it was. Or the squirrel, the hawk and the squirrel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, these are enemies. So she's like... <laughs> I'm like, you let me know. What the, I told the host, like, let me know when Gino's going on because I want to, you know, yes. pull the cotton out of my ears and get involved in this. So, sure. I mean, this is hip, hipster, tiny cupboard, top of the ceiling, uh, top of the roof, Bushwick. And so she's getting ready to bring on Gino. And I put my mask on, pulled my hood over my head, and I took a seat, fourth row, center. <laughs> I'm like, this has got to be spicy. I don't blame so, you. Right away, I mean, Gino goes into his act, and he's saying words that I'm not even comfortable saying on this podcast, and you can feel it right away. I mean, a lot of people are laughing. I do not want to make it sound like he just ate shit, but you slowly hear from a woman over here, not cool, bro, mm. not cool, and then over before she's done yelling, this woman over here goes, this sucks, racist, and then a guy over here goes, I cosign. <laughs> and it just starts getting, and you know, and, and he just goes harder and he starts going into Holocaust jokes and people are going, get off the stage. And some people are yelling, shut up at them. And wow. it's, it's fuck you, fuck this. And he's loving it. The comics start heckling the hecklers. I mean, it was, it was Jerry Springer. I mean, this turned into a wild wow. show. At Bitch, one, you don't know me. At one point, a woman yelled, you're retarded. And then Aaron Berg from the side of the stage, he goes, hey, my wife is retarded. <laughs> and the woman took it quite like Ernest, she was like, "Shit, all right." <laughs> she, well, so she kind of pulled back. You can't fight PC with unPC, you know. It doesn't work. Oh, it was hilarious. I mean, to yell "You're retarded" at someone who's offending you by language is really funny. It's a clan member yelling at a Nazi here. Now, now we're doubling down. It was quite spicy, and and Gino just he gutted it through. He seemed to enjoy it, and uh, again, he was getting last, but he was getting wow. a lot of people hot under the collar. I mean, it was it was it was a show. I'll just say that. Did they throw him off the roof? What happened? How's no, the closer? So, so he came off, and then Aaron Berg goes up, and Berg is is similarly edgy, and uh, he he killed. Yeah. And then at one point, I overheard the woman that he said, "Hey, my wife is retarded," because he's saying retard now on stage, and she goes, "Oh, so he could say retard, but I ah. can't." She never got the irony. Right, right. Like they they rarely was, do. So she was upset, and then they were talking. There was a whole thing. I mean, it was really uh, quite a, a show. It was something. Yeah, And then afterwards, we were talking to those owners. They were really sweet. And the woman, the heckler woman, she was sending them these long messages. And these people, they're not in comedy. They just have a space, and they wanted to do something positive for the community. And so they're like, what do we do? What is this? Uh, should we ban him? Should we ban our set? Should we give her free tickets? This whole thing. And it was kind of funny to watch them 
try to deal with it. But we were like, you're, you're, you're good. Just tell it. You know, you didn't book them and just yeah. apologize to the lady. And I was like, don't forget that the lady could also be completely psychotic. Like, this could sure. be a crazy woman. So don't worry too much about her. You're fine. And they were like, are we going to get canceled? So that was a whole situation. But uh, wow, it was, it was quite a thing to see Gino in Bushwick. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. I mean, you almost want to – you hope he gets booked more just to see it. Oh, like, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I loved the hell. It was, it was a spectacle. That's exactly what it was, and uh, I loved it. And then people started to get drunk, and then they kind of stuck around for the next show. I did Shafi's show, which was fun, and we got the hell out of there. But that car ride, it was one of those ones you're like, you can't tell who's around because it's dark and you're up there. Oh, so yeah. we drove Katie Hannigan back. Me, Sarah, and Katie were like, just, I was like, just wait till we're in the car. <laughs> when we're in the car, we're going to dissect this whole thing. And so it was a great ride home and uh quite a night i mean it was really something to have those worlds collide was, yes it was like it was like twitter live Ooh, that's good and you got to you got a front row seat there fatty boy that's exciting and maybe it'll help him get booked more and uh i don't know maybe we need a little of that you know i mean when when a guy says it and you go shut up read talk i mean maybe you realize hey this is not such a big deal you know like that's crazy. Like, you you did it right. You sat back. You're like, I, I don't have a dog in this queef. I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, it was it was fun. I, I was liking every tweet. I was like, oh, all right, that's great. This is great. You know? Exactly. But it's not going to help him get booked there. I can tell you that. That was no. his first and last tiny cupboard performance. I'm that's sure hilarious that. to get banned from a roof. Like, hey, <laughs> you're so crazy. We can't have you on this roof. That's but, insane. It was, it was really something. And... Uh, he, he he went. He leaned right in there. He did not give a shit. Because if, <laughs> well, if one person's like, get off the stage, I'm like, all right, you're probably right. See you later. I would have dove off that roof, but totally. But I saw those. I did the show there last night, and and it's that that show is the talk of the town. I mean, there's a buzz. Yeah, I mean, I was saying, though, I'm like, that is not a great, not a thoughtful booking. Yes. I mean, yes. Or, or unless that's what you want. I mean, you have to know though. This is gonna. This is not gonna go. Uh, this is not going to be uneventful. Right, right. <laughs> you know, performing in Bushwick. Also, kudos to Aaron, because he says a lot of horrible things, and he kills, which is like, somehow, maybe because you're 5'1", you get away with it. I don't know, but it's good for him. Oh, yeah, he went up there, and he was like, that was my best friend. I mean, if you got booed and heckled, I would go up there and be like, I never met that guy. I don't know what his problem is. What a piece of shit. Sorry, right. ladies. <laughs> you should ban him. Um, that's a joke. People will take that serious and be like, "He's a f- he would fucking whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but anyways, all right. I gotta yield my time because I know you got a lot more, and we're uh, we're running low here. Well, I got a confession to make, and this might be a little Tuesday's um, history in the making right here. Oh boy! I, I really screwed up. I did something horrible, and I got to talk about it on the pod. Oh boy! Yeah. Well. Remember that text I sent you, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, like, uh, should I buy this thing? And you said, I love mine. I highly recommend it. I think you should do it. I heard a little, I, I, I got to be honest, I have a little birdie oh. that told me a little bit about this, where I think we're headed here. Wait, who's the birdie? I got a little info about this. Oh, is, he a, is it a blackbird? No blackbird. It's not a crow, huh? No crow. <laughs> All right, all, all right. right. We'll cut that out. He's more well, of a uh, well. I don't, don't want to say. I'll say after. I don't want to pick a bird for him though, because we might get shut oh, down. Oh, oh, oh! Big beak. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Jukan. <laughs> Jukan. So, so, all right. I I don't know. Two cans. <laughs> so so hit me with it because. I'm a little nervous of where this is headed here. It, it's not headed in anywhere good. There's nothing good will come of this. It's a huge mistake. I've, I've made my life worse by doing this. Oh, jeez. So you've seen the bike. You see how much strife I go through with the hog. A lot of bike strife. Fucking amplify that, divide it by 10, and multiply it by 1,000, because uh, you know me. I like an old vehicle. And I like to dabble on this bring a trailer, which is like an eBay for cars. You you can bid, and you know you know how it goes. So every now and then I'll bid on a Porsche or a, a cool old Volkswagen just to be a, a skank. And uh, I start bidding on this one car. 
1973 BMW. It's super cool. It's sexy. It's old. It's in good shape. And now, I didn't realize this. I'm an idiot. I'm going back and forth with some guy in uh, Milwaukee, some piece of shit dad who ran out on his kids and he's got car money. And we just keep going. And now the ego's kicking in. And he's going, here's another hundred. And I go, fuck you. I've been on Fallon. Here's another one. And he's going, hey, how about this? And I'm going, ah. And he's got his kids are in college and his wife's overweight, so he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) And we just kept going. And I didn't realize... You know, you're watching like, okay, the clock is ticking. Like, when it hits zero, if you're the last guy, you win. But oh, when you timer. make a bid, huh? It's a timer. It's a timer, like eBay. But if you make a bid, it adds two minutes. Ah. Which I didn't know about. So I'm like, all right, two seconds left, push it. And then it would click on the two more minutes. I'm like, what the hell is this? So now he would bid. I didn't know that. So I was like, maybe my computer's not refreshing. Maybe uh, my Wi-Fi's slow. I have special needs. I don't know what's going on. And we just kept going and going, and it just kept ticking up. So I got the car. I won. Oh, my God. So wait, hold on. So first of all, my your ego is not your amigo. I just want to say that no, to you and all no. the listeners. But so what do you mean you won? So what does it do? It just says jackpot. He quits. He emails you. What happens? He gave up. It was we kept going. It was too much. I, I spent way more than I wanted to spend, and I blew it. And I don't know now. Now, like it's like when you jizz, uh, the, it, it all comes clear. I get the email. You won the bid. You won the auction. Congratulations! And I'm like, ah, it's all coming in now. And I'm like, where am I going to put this thing? It's old. It's like a collector's item. It's going to rust. It's a lot of money. I got to put new parts in it. I, I'm screwed. So how does this work? So what do you do? Do you have it? Have you gotten it? Do they deliver it? Where is it? What it, what the fuck's it's happening? It's coming from California on a trailer. Mmm, California. So <laughs> is that all part of the bid? They drive it? No, I got to pay for that now. I, I'm in contact with the guy who sold it. It's some dude who's like, yeah, my wife hates the car, so I had to get rid of it. And I, I have a surgery I need, so I don't have any money. And Oh, I mean, I, I'm in a world of hell here. I'm like... I'm like, send me all the parts it needs. He's like, that's up to you now. You're on your own, Dickless. He's sending me the keys in, a, in an envelope. I'm, I'm swimming, Jerry. I'm freaking out. All right, here's the thing. Don't push the panic button. It is what it is. First of all, where's the joy? You uh-huh. need some joy. You got a you got a sweet ride, baby. What is it? It's a '73 BMW. Yes, it's it's sexy. It's cute. It's 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 worth a lot of money if I fix it up. But it's just like I don't have a garage. I can't just put this thing on the sidewalk like the hog. I gotta I gotta figure this out. I gotta. But you're right. You're right. Get some joy. Get, Get some a little joy. perspective. All I right. Still, I got a pretty good deal on it for what it is, and uh, I'm gonna just. Step by step, like an alcoholic, one day at a time. I'll find the garage. Then I'll buy the right carburetor. Then I'll get this thing. Then I'll get the whatever and all that. And then I'll just do it slowly. I'll find the right mechanic. I'll talk to other people. Now I'm in the, I'm in the BMW uh, forum now. I'm in. All right. So that's good. I mean, this is all good. You could call Jerry in the meantime, borrow one of his garage spots and say, that's hey, not bad. I got this. That's something. I'm sure that was... On your mind when you were bidding there, but uh, that's exciting. <laughs> you get the car there. Once the car's there, I mean, what's happened has happened. You have the car. Yes. You bought the car. You like the car. It's over. So you got you like Susan, don't you? Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll start you, smoking. You got the car. So then, for then, you could, there's some street parking. You might be able to find some street parking. In the meantime, I would start looking at garages, but you can yeah. also go on Facebook Market to find uh, someone with a driveway or whatever uh-huh. the fuck. There's That's also something. a place that I know of. I can't say it on the air because it's a secret spot that I don't want anyone to know about. Hit me. Because it'll ruin it after. There's okay. a place near me. You can put your car. No street cleaning. No nothing. You can. I left my car there for 10 days. Cantor leaves what? his car for months. I, I don't want to tell you where. All I'll right, tell you all after. Right. So that's an option because this isn't, this isn't a commuter car. It's not like you're going to be taking this thing every day. No, all over no. The place. It's a special car. This is to come visit me in Belmar. So yes. There is a place it could live for free in the meantime. And, you know, and also if you're not driving it all the time, you might be able to find a, a cheapish garage somewhere. Who knows? In Brooklyn or something. Exactly. So I like this attitude. This is good because it almost feels like I nutted in a woman and she was like, what the hell are you thinking? And I was like, oh, and I have a kid on the way. Like, but I'm dealing with it. I'm, I'm freaking out, but I'm dealing with it. 
You'll deal with it. And uh, but yeah, this this mutual friend said, "Oh, he got a car," and I said, "Oh, that's great." And then he told me what kind, and I was like, "What?" Big I mistake. thought you were gonna have a you know a Camry to go to to Philly in. This is I, like this is for cruising and picking up dames. You gotta ditch your girlfriend now that you have this thing. I'd kill for a Camry. I, I can put a Camry out in the jungle. It'll be fine. This thing's gonna rust. This thing's gonna it's gonna get scratched, stolen, breathed on wrong. I I'm ruined. I mean, this is a full time job. I just set myself up with. I, I ruined my whole life. A pigeon could shit on it, but it's gonna be cool. You're gonna look like. You know, Max Cady or something, driving around with a cigar and, <laughs> and, and laughing it up with a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, I, yeah, but Max Cady got out of prison. He's got no gig. He's got all the time in the world and a couple dollars in the bank. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go broke on this thing. I got no apartment. I got no tenant. I'm, I'm, I'm living in a palace here. I got a fucking, you know, priceless work of art behind me. I have no finances for this. We're in a pandemic. The road is clearing up. Uh, the, the checks aren't as big. Uh, this is a this is a big fuck up. The don't ego. I kept clicking. You want to you want to beat me, Milwaukee? Let's go. Don't tap on the glass. But I, I think it'll be okay. And we got to go for a ride. I mean, we got to make a video here. I don't want to sound like that kid, but no, no, I'd love to. I'll get a selfie stick. We'll do uh, yes. you know, BMW. We'll, we'll make it you know bonus microphone vagina or whatever the fuck. We'll come up sure. with a BMW. <laughs> And what is it? Oh, I get it. No, Mercedes-Benz, DMV. What, what's it called again? A Mercedes. BMW. BMW. Fuck, I couldn't yeah. think of it. I don't know why I got V. I think VW came into my head. Right. It's a, it's a boner... Uh, uh, monkey? Boner, boner monkey wigger? I don't know. But Wigger's we'll figure no something out. I don't think we can say that anymore. But... Uh, mm. Either way, we'll make some videos and uh, we'll make some Patreon stuff, and the Patreon will help pay for this thing. Yeah. So join that Patreon, and uh, I'm excited about it. I think it's good news. I, think I it's love be fun. this attitude. Thank you. I, I, uh, it helps me. I appreciate it because I'm, I'm freaking out. Yeah, and you got the winter coming there. I mean, you got to just uh, get a garage. I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. But what, is, a, this, a is this possible? Garage. If I get the hog out of out of the hell hell pound, can I take the bike to the garage, put the bike in the spot, and then take the car? Hmm. Or they probably wouldn't. They they got to rape you on everything, you know. I think it's one car. I think you got to register the car with the spot. I believe. Right. Right. How about you just get a parking spot? Because if that was the case, you could rent out your own parking spot for more ah, money. Good point. You could pay the garage three hundred bucks and then sell it to someone else for four hundred, maybe, or something. Right. So I don't All know. Right. But we got to wrap this up, but I, I highly recommend the Patreon. Like we said, yes. Tim Dillon, uh, fucking Chris DiStefano, all those guys, Ari Shafir, they're all on there. Oh, yeah. Dan Soder, live ones. There's the Sopranos commentary, the Stranger by the Lake commentary. We're going to do more commentary. So th now is a great time to get in there. And all these shows are about to shut down again, so we're going to be uh, shit out of luck. I think a lot. all the outdoor shows are going to shut down. Oh, we're, right. We're surging. We have an autumn surge. Half the states have a, a surge going right now. So, ah, you know, Jesus. Surgeon General, Sergio Chacon, I don't know. Right, right. Okay, well, yeah, get on. There's a ton of extra content. And uh, I think we get a little wilder and looser on the on the Patreon, on the queefs. We're more ourselves. So if you want to get down, this is, this is network. You want to see some HBO, get on the Patreon. We queef it up. Uh, we got a ton of great guests, ton of great content. So uh, tell a friend, buy a shirt. The merch is still out there, and uh, you know, go fund me. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I got a bucket of bolts over here on on fucking Sixth Avenue that I really hate. Ruin myself. Yeah, do it up. And uh, this weekend, you can still see us. We're performing this weekend. I'm in Southington, Connecticut. It's craftbeercomedy.com. Go check that out. And then Bloomington or Bloomfield or Blue My Dad on Halloween, Connecticut, on Saturday. <laughs> Go check that out. Next week, uh, the 10th, I'm in the Rogue Island Festival. I think those are both sold out. That's Ooh, uh, Portsmouth, I love that. Rhode Island. And then that Wednesday, that Sunday, the 11th, is that not sold out? You and I together in Fairfield? i got to imagine that's going to sell out. It's getting close. Uh, maybe I should promote it more. Yeah, Fairfield, it's a festival. Go to you know Fairfield Comedy. Give that a goog and uh, check us out there. Uh, yeah, we got some fun fun gigs coming up. So that'll a lot of Connecticut. Um, I'm doing Mohegan Sun. I'm doing Soul Joel's again on October 21st. Get tickets for that. That's selling pretty good. And I'm at Bananas this weekend in Jersey. 
You want to come give me some car advice? If you got a garage, help me out. You know, give me a a tip on a good carburetor or manifold or personal fold, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, please help help a guy out. I'm freaking out. Paul Manifold. Yeah, come up from Belmar to Bananas, my future hometown. Um, well, if it can and, make it that far, I'll do it. And uh, also, I got to plug Mindful Metal Jacket. Someone messaged me like, why don't you ever plug it? I, I got to plug it. I do this other podcast. It comes out Thursdays. And this Thursday, I got this chick, this chick, this 75-year-old woman, Sharon Salzberg, who just wrote a book. Ooh. I just took a swing and emailed some of these Buddhist instructors and said, hey, you want to do my podcast? And this one woman responded and did it. She's like a legend. She helped bring oh. Buddhism and meditation to the uh, West. So, All right. So uh, go check it out. Nobody listens to the fucking thing. Please go subscribe and, and listen and give a nice review and check it out. There's some good stuff in there. So got to do that. And how about, speaking of plugs, this is just within reach, Colin Quinn's new book, Overstated, Ooh, which Phil yes. Hanley came up with a name for, evidently. Is that right? That's what it says in the back. What? And uh, right. it's hilarious and great. So go check out Colin Quinn's book and check out Mindful Metal Jacket, and I'm out of things to say. Yeah, check it all out, and uh, we love you. It's a weird time, but we're sticking together. Good luck with the uh, the president. I don't know who you got your money on, but uh, hopefully you win who you want to win. And, uh, I'll see, you know, the debates are tonight. That'll be insane. So uh, hopefully we don't all die. And, uh, yeah, praise Allah, blow your mom, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in hell. George is saying cut it. <laughs>